Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Inside the Sound. This interview, we're going to cut in about 30 minutes into the conversation. We had a weird technical issue, and we did lose the first few minutes, but I would say we recovered nicely. We get to introduce you to a friend of ours uh, that we met, uh, Josh, uh, Josh Sack from New Tycoon and Fabricated Freedom, a couple of groups he's a part of. He's an astounding musician, a sensitive person, an intelligent man, and uh, I got to say I'm a big fan. Josh, thanks for coming on, bro. Like I, I just had such a blast getting to know you and getting to hear your amazing music. Um, so excited to be able to share your music with uh, some people that uh, we care about, which is, of course, our, our beautiful Beautiful listeners, thank you all for your continued support and love. Much love to you. Bye. That's all right. It's never happened at all, ever. Gosh, goodness gracious. We'll work it out. No matter we'll what the outcome, this has, been, this has been a worthwhile experience for me. So, Oh, yeah. bro, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for being thank on. you for just saying that. And, um, Dude, I'm just happy to actually get to talk to you in person, sort of. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, cool. dude. Yeah, like the, one of the reasons we're doing this is because we feel, and I, I'll say this a thousand times over, it's like there's people that have talents you know musically and and in the arts and other things but it's like there's not a lot of positive reinforcement if you want to be a career musician or anything like that so we're really for like talking to musicians and and you know getting them out there if we can help we will because it's anyone who's willing to do it like i really give credit to so i don't know if you've experienced that definitely it's just i find that when you're playing in a local, I mean, online, it's hard to make any traction anywhere. Uh, in a local area for me, you're out playing and your crowd is the other band, you know, and that can be, you know, that can be disheartening sometimes. Um, but it's not disheartening on the nights where like you really nail the stuff and you've got that chemistry, like you were saying with the other people up there. And that's, that's what it's about. It's, there's nothing more fun than playing songs you wrote with the people you wrote them with. Like, that's just so fun if they're people you love. So. Oh yeah. For real dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makes me think of back in the day. Um, I'm sure you've heard of green day. And yeah. Probably heard of counting crows. So I guess yeah. they were playing shows to each other, like in some podunk town. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine what it would have been like at a bar to hear green day play to the <laughs> counting crows and back? Like what the heck was that? Like, 
and I don't know if actually uh, unimaginable. I don't know if it was actually the Counting Crows, if it was Adam's first band. He was in well, he was in several, but he was in one called the Himalayas, or I forget exactly which band he, the story. Okay. Was, but um, and actually, I ha- we had an experience. Um, this was another band uh, after well, sometime between after you, me, and Ryan. But I was in this band called From Adam, and we opened for Twelve Stones. Um, okay. In which, if you know Twelve Stones, Paul, the singer, is the guy from that Evanescence song, the Wake Me Up song. Oh, damn. Yeah, so he's a legit yeah. rock star, right? So, you know, right. we're playing in this band, and then Paul, like, comes by and was like, he complimented my music. And it was like, my jaw hit the floor. Like, and he was super yeah. cool. Like, he was super cool. Yeah. So, like, for him to even just, like, even for the briefest moment, acknowledge my existence, and but but then to compliment me and be like, "Hey, great show, guys! Like that, that was great. You know, really liked it." And I was just, I was, you know, kind of a bit like, you know, starstruck, and, and, and I couldn't talk. But <laughs> totally. But I was just like, I, it meant so much to me. And like when you describe that experience of like when you're playing shows and you're playing out locally, you're playing to other musicians, right? You know, and that that sort of community. That's the one thing, dude. That um. I think I really appreciate the most about being a musician is the community of musicians. Like, I don't know, man, it feels like my tribe. Like I know everyone has their creed and their, and their whatever political right. party or whatever, <laughs> like whatever, right. whatever club they subscribe to, man. There's just for me personally, like musicians, man, that's, those are my people. Like that's, that's how I think in my brain and how I self identify. And I don't, I, I identify that first before I identify with my race or with my religion or with anything, man. Like it just, it seems to be the music thing is the most, um, I don't know, deep down layer that I seem to be able to reach down. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So bummed that I lost this. Ah, well, we have sort of, we sort of have it. I'll see what I can salvage. I'm just, okay. ah, I'm so excited to, to hear your story <laughs> about these songs. I mean, we did save one song as well for, yeah. um, uh, well, you don't have to play it just yet. Cause I still wanted to. So what are you into now, man? Like you're creating music, you're, you're, you know, well, before COVID, I said, you said you're playing out and stuff. Yeah. What kind of music are you into at the moment? Are there any artists that have caught your ear or caught your attention that you're super into or anything like that? Yeah. So in the last year and a half, two years, I'm, I'm pretty big into the festival community. I would say even more than being a musician, I, I feel like music lover might come first. Hmm. And I really like music festivals and um, because I like travel as well. And I've gotten really into dance music. Um, not, not all branches of it, but house music in particular, um, a little bit of techno and, and things like that. I have just found a real love for it. And I think it's a weird, it, it's a weird thing for me because I don't know how to, I don't make it. I don't know how to DJ. And that almost gives it this like added mystery because yeah. whenever I'm seeing a band, I'm like, Oh, what gear are they using? Like, Oh, I could do that. Or, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. No, no, I get that. We've talked about that before. Yeah. How, um, like once you're a musician and especially once you've you know, learned about some technical things and like that, you can never listen to music the same way. Mm-mm. Like right. when you're hearing a song, you're breaking it all down in your head. You're like, oh, I like what he did there. I like what he did like there. How do they get that snare sound? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I wonder what it was like. Just I, like, I can't remember if I was always like that. Like, did you think you right. were always like that? I can't remember. But hmm. like I, most people, they just take it as a whole or how they feel, you know? Yeah. They're not breaking it down like, oh. Man. Do you guys ever go, like, if I listen to a song that I really, really dig, I'll listen to it the whole way, absorb it, then I'll go back and repeat it, and like now I want to listen to the guitar, and I'll go through the whole song mm. just for the guitar, and then I'll repeat it again and go back just for the bass, 
just for the drums, just for whatever layer, just to kind of appreciate the different parts that have been produced in there. I do that. I did that with your stuff, man. Like um, every pass through, I'm always listening for something new, and I usually will find it because there's so much layered in, you know, right, to right. stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. cool. Um, yeah, dude. You know, if you're into techno and you're into any of that stuff, um, I actually would throw out a recommendation for you. He's probably and Ryan is does not is not as enthusiastic as I am about this artist, but his name is Akira <laughs> the Dawn, A K I R A. Okay. Have you heard of him? I I feel like his name has popped up. Another weird thing about my obsession with house music is that I, I don't pick out artists as much like I do when I'm listening to indie rock or sure. you know I just put on a playlist and like dig. But um, Akira the Dawn, you said. Yeah, he's got he's got a catalog of music that will blow your mind. And, and it's not cool. just because of how good it is musically, which it is. I, I'm not going to, um, but like any good DJ, he pulls music from other sources and samples and that, all that. Right. But what he does is he takes philosophy. He takes, like he'll take a talk from Jordan Peterson or Jocko Willink or Joe Rogan or Naval and make it into a banger album. Like it's Interesting. so melodic that like, dude, his Jocko album makes me want to go work out every time I put it on. And I hear Jocko telling me to, to, you know, be strong mentally. And I'm like, yes, Jocko. Yes. Whatever you say. Yes. Leg day. Let's go. Yeah, totally. That kind of thing, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Cure of the Dawn is, is just one that, that took me by surprise. And I've, I've probably been obsessed with him for a couple, two, three years now. And, and I really do mean obsessed. Like I get, I, he's one of the few artists that's still around that I won't just stream his stuff. As soon as I have like funds, I purchase, like I'll purchase. Every oh, album. Right. Right. And I, it's rare now that I purchase albums anymore, but he's one that gets yeah. me. But what he, what's crazy about him, bro, is the positivity thing and the hyper productivity. A few years back, you know, he was just DJing and just like, you know, any other DJ, just you know, girls shaking their butts in the, in the club kind of stuff and dealing with that. Right. And, you know, he tells story about how girls will like come and, and like start to dance on the DJ stand and knock the table over. Cause they get bonkers <laughs> crazy. And I'm sure that's frustrating for any music, as you can imagine, <laughs> frustrating. Um, and you know, he kind of went from there and just decided that he would, you know, do something positive and do something bigger. And so he started putting out like an album a month and he's kept that pace. It's insane, wow. dude. I'm telling you, like the the, it's not just insane how good his music is. It's insane the pace that he keeps up. Like he just released a, a full other album, like uh, the, I don't know, a week ago maybe, and he did one last month. <laughs> like that's the thing that really gets me about him is that how, like how. Once he once you get in the zone, this is something he taught me. Is like once you get in the zone, stay in the zone, mm. and just. Mm. Do what inspires you and just keep going yeah. with that and never end. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll try that. And it works. <laughs> like it does. Like, um, because, you know, we sort of, I think, I don't know we, but I know I assume sometimes that the inspiration is always going to be there. And so when I get a really catchy riff, I'm like, oh, I'll think of this. It's so catchy. How could I forget it? And then mm -hmm. it just fades away into the. Yeah. And what I got from him was to just, no, 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 you got to, like, you got to capture. So sometimes I am up at two in the morning writing lyrics for a song and totally. I got to do it because I can't, I got to get yeah. into that chaos nighttime energy or something. I don't know. But right. like, um, but he's one I would throw out. Like if you're into any of that techno stuff at all, because what, you know, the thing cool. I love about him is that, okay, so say who he does an album, like the Joe Rogan album he just put out like a couple months ago, which is called Experience. And it's, it's Joe... It's the best Joe. Th it's the best thing I've ever heard with Joe Rogan's voice on it, and Joe didn't even put it out. Like it's literally he took a podcast. It's amazing. But um, what's great is all the music underneath because he has a few musicians that work with him, like guitarists and stuff, and he'll release the instrumental version of each of these albums. Mm -hmm. And he's so open. He'll say like, "You can take my music and do whatever you're going to want with do with it." Like, That's no. awesome. That's oh, really yeah, cool. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, I love it because because then I you know if you wanted to take one of his tracks and sing over it and write some lyrics, like he's cool with that. 
That's just how mm. he is. You know, and mm. it's all the instrumental stuff in the background that really sort of gets me about Akira that I just I can't I can't get enough of it, dude. Cause what's cool about that as an artist is, you know, when you're when you're putting out music that's instrumental, you're basically saying to the uh, the, uh, the listener, hey, like you can own some of this in your brain too. And I don't have to yeah. force my idea on you. You can sort right. of come up with your own interpretation of this in your mind in terms of how it, um, like how it means to you. Um, yeah. Oh, hold on, we got low battery, low power mode. Are we still there? Wait. Yeah, I'm still here. Visual effects. Goodness gracious, we're having a. Field day with the technology, Josh. You know, um, you're making me uh, uh, think of something, and, and you mentioned it, Josh, that, you know, as musicians, I think you're right. We are music lovers before anything else. And we've kind of talked yeah. about how music is an infi infinite thing, so you're always going to stumble upon something new that takes you to a different place, that inspires you in a different way, that makes you feel a different It's overwhelming. Way. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's yeah. always going to be something. So that's what's so cool about it, you know? Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's not enough. There's not enough time. Like, I was a huge Eddie Van, Eddie Van Halen fan, like Van Halen fan already, and he passed. And I was like, I haven't spent enough time deep in their catalog. Like, I felt a sense of panic. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I that I haven't spent enough time, like, with Van Halen. You know what I'm saying? Or, that happened or, to me with Tom Petty. Oh I'm obsessed gosh. with Tom Petty right now. Oh, my now. gosh. Oh, yeah, oh my gosh. That's great. Yeah. Dude, there. Tom <laughs> Petty. Come on. And I'm free. Sorry. American girl. <laughs> American girl. Oh, dude. American girl's so good. I love that. I can't. Um, uh, you don't know how it feels. I, I, I like. I spam that song for like two weeks in a row. A couple months ago. I just. <laughs> I don't know. That happens, man. I understand that. It's like yeah, it just hits you, and you've got to absorb it completely. It takes time. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's something about the timber of Tom's voice. I don't know what yeah. it is. It just gets me, man. It's that folksy kind of like sing songy. True Americana. Spoken. Yeah, I yeah. love American dude. Oh yeah, and the, the his band is just kind of like a straightforward rock. Like it's not too flashy yeah. or anything. It's just perfect for what he's doing. Yeah, they're not too good to like, or you know what I'm saying? They don't. They don't. Uh, you can tell they don't take themselves that seriously, and they're able to just sort of let the music come out. You let the music. Um, well, just like you talk about songs writing themselves. I feel that way about his band. It's like it's never overdone with with right. The, you know, right. Not contrived. Plenty of space. Yeah, contrived. There authentic. you go. Authentic. That's what I would use. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Petty, bro. Oh. Good one. Really yeah. good one. If I had to, to offer one more, just if you if you listen to them, you'll know why I like them. There's this band called the Bell Brigade, and oh. they are brother and sister, and they are um, the grandchildren of John Williams, the composer. <gasps> oh wow! What? Yeah. You're huge John yeah. Williams fans. No, no, for real. Me too. Like for real. Me too. Okay, what are they called? And the Bell his, Curve. The Bell Brigade. The Bell Brigade. Okay, Bell. The, they're his they're, they're his grandkids and no um they just they hit this spot between like folk americana and like poppy alt rock and it just it's harmony rich it's a lot of strummy guitars it's a lot of open road feeling songs and their album i think their first album just the whole way through it's incredible whoa um yeah that's exciting. so that's that that's a band that has been inspiring me a lot lately i don't think they're doing much right now which is a shame but um that's all right I'll have to check that out. Yeah, no, one of our podcasts, although I didn't release it on this channel, I released it on the other podcast. We have two podcasts. I have two podcasts. I, we, whatever. And you guessed on the other one. But anyway, we had a discussion about composers, and John Williams comes mm. up 
because we're both yeah. big fans. So he's, the fact I mean, that he's got grandkids yeah. making music just makes my heart swell, bro. <laughs> like you just, it's very cool. That factoid already made my day. Like I was very happy to talk to you, but like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't it's wait in to the hear blood this. Line, man. I tell you, man, deep goes deep. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you told me that. Bell Brigade, off to check him out, dude. Man, um, I just, uh, I'm just so humbled, man, that you that you were just like so on board coming on and, and just chatting with us and and being here, dude. I. I have no idea how the audio thing is going to – I lost the whole half hour. Um, but I tell you what, um, let's do – I would like to play your, your next song, the uh, – you – The Vine. The Vine. Dude, yeah. if I can just say – well, okay, I want you to tell the story of your of – your, I want you to tell the story. I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. I want you to tell me about the song, but I had a question about the song. But go ahead. Tell, tell – how yeah. did it come about? How, what inspired you and what is this all about for you? I had this moment of um, – Oh man, I don't, I want to, I want to preface this with, I, there's so much solemnity in, in religion and I try to approach it now with a lighter air and that can definitely come across as sacrilegious, but that's, that's not the intent. Hmm. Um, And so I, I had this moment where I was like thinking about Jesus turning water into wine and I was like, hmm, grapes already do that. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, it's so true. <laughs> so I just I had that moment uh, come to me, and I tweeted it, of course, because that's all I ever do. And um, and and that kind of sparked. Me, right? Sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, it's not just me, right? No, you're fine. <laughs> all right, it kind of sparked. It kind of sparked the the idea for the whole song, um, where I I feel like. The, the, the last line of the chorus is, I'm of nature, I'm the vine. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm, a, I'm in this period of my life where I'm adopting, um, is it still recording? I see the The middle one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Still with us? Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in this period of my life where I am really owning spirituality, um, owning spirituality for the first time. And wherever that's going to lead for now, I'm, I'm the vine. Uh, I'm, I'm the thing that's the energy is flowing through and I'm turning the water into wine as it were. It's like, it's all just kind of a play on, on that particular parable about Jesus and a play in a, as respectful as, as that can be. Um, but it really, the song is about owning my own spiritual path. So, well, that, I mean, I, I think you're maybe, I don't think, I, to me, you sound too self-conscious because that <laughs> sincerity comes through. And you have other songs that I listen to on your SoundCloud that you can tell, you know, have the religious themes and yeah. um, it comes across as very genuine when I hear it from I you. I hope so. Especially because I, again, you know, I saw your tweets and we sort of connected just based on ideas and philosophy before, right. um, you know, you even mentioned how... Um, you know, you came from that evangelical background and you like, you enjoy like having these kinds of conversations. And I think I even, I really do. Can't remember if I tweeted to you or just tweeted uh, something like this and you responded. And I said, you know, I'd almost rather talk to atheists sometimes and, and just understand them and, and get their perspectives and learn and grow if there's, if they're genuine and they're seeking. Um, right. because you know, I, I, I echoed some of your sentiments that they're, they're some of that fundamentalist kind of 
thinking really sort of blocks us off from from what I look as re- what I would call revelation and inspiration. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and the question I have before I play the track on this is sure. um, the play on words. It, I want to know if it was intentional because I love that you're saying I'm the vine, but to and me, and it sounds like I'm divine. Yes, is that intentional? Completely accidental. And, and oh, wow. oh, I love it, <laughs> I but it's, it's it's like a double entendre. Oh, I just it, there's something. I, about I that. love it, that it exists. I, I love that it happened. Um, I've had other people ask me the same thing, and yeah, it just it just happened it's, on accident, bro. This so. one, this song in particular, the lyrics. Musical accidents are the best. They're the best. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But I, I have to tell you, man, this one really struck me. So the first time I heard this song on your SoundCloud, I had to kind of stop and think and repeat it because it really it moved me, bro. So I want to tell you that up front, man. I really dig this one. All right, let me let me play it for the folks. One sec. Sure. This trembling mind. Okay, I'm sorry. One more thing. One more thing. No, I I, I lied. I'm too excited. I'm gonna play the track and then I'll ask you after. Sorry. <laughs> This trembling mind is a solitary climbing vine. There's a gentle, steady grow. I don't need to rush. I know, and I'll reap harvest when I'm ripe. The way it landed on me sent me into hiding. Once I felt the pressure, now I measure it. I'm the 
questions after hearing that <laughs> I, had to, I had to leave the outro your music puts a smile on my face dude man. i can't smile without i can't listen to it without smiling man it's kind of like that's awesome Thank it's you. criminal how how talented you are dude like i'm such a fan <laughs> like i'm such a fan dude. yeah the vocal melodies dude i, I love them i love the melodies you guys are blowing my head up <laughs> i i don't mean to yeah no smoke like for no, real you, sometimes you just need to be told the truth of, yeah man. brother i just well and i'm such a huge counting crows fan so i don't know this is the mm. question i had that i couldn't like I, I interrupted the the song just to ask. <laughs> I was like, no, slow down, Michael. But I, so uh, do you know the Counting Crows music at all? Are you familiar with their? They're super Americana, so I figured um, if not, I know. I, I honestly, I know their their um, uh, Joni Mitchell cover or whatever that um parking lot song. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, like that's pretty much all I know. Whoa, bro! I gotta I tell you, if you go to uh the first two albums, especially so the first one's August and everything after, and the other one is called. Uh, recovering the satellites the there's a real famous one long december that one's on recovering the satellites you'll probably recognize okay. that one it's pretty popular okay and then on the first album they have uh, mr jones which is mr oh jones. yeah i know yeah, that song famous one. Yeah. but there's a song and i want to say it's raining in baltimore um where it's like they th that same effect the womp, 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 that thing and so that's what I was going to ask you. It's like when I heard that, it was like a calling card that I was like, oh, my, be still my beating heart. When the second I heard that, I was like, whoa, I love this. And then like well, the song just built from there, dude. Like, oh. At, what, what was that? At first, I uh, thought it was a phase shifter with delay, but maybe something. Yeah, I was going different. to ask what it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. And it's actually, hold on. It's how the song started. Um, I love these guys' guitars in the back. Yeah, <laughs> it's just right there behind him. I love that. Oh, I love it. I love getting I'm pretty the sure. There's a preset on the Korg mini log. Oh, so I it that. totally, it totally could be the same exact effect on a Counting Crow song. Who knows? I don't that's know. Cool. I love that uh, that Korg though. I actually uh, I used to sell those when I worked at Guitar Center. That's a that's a rad little. Uh, those things are great. They're so good. Korg is everything yeah. they do is cool. They have little yeah. little synthy things that are this big that you know the size of your hand that you could plug in I and know. make crazy sounds with. They're so cool. Yeah, one thing I noticed about the song when you were. The, at the, to the you know I'm the, I'm the vine mm -hmm. part. It kind of almost had like a choral sound to it. Yes. Like I, I was like thinking of like a, a monastery, like you know how they sing. It. Yeah. It yeah kind of. I don't know if you did that on purpose, but it kind of came out. You got that vibe from it, which I thought was really cool. I think there's something about your choir background, bro, that just it lends to the singable stuff. Like it does, dude. And 
I it resonates with me. <laughs> well, I told you I'm a choir director. I it just it <laughs> right. resonates with you right. all the harmonies and stuff and the um well, divine. I just, another dude. thing too is like in in every great pop song, like it was for it was like this for me as a guitar player, like uh, in certain genres of rock. I like I knew the guitar solo was coming and I was looking forward to it. Mm. Like in pop, it was always the chorus. Like mm. you knew the chorus yeah. was gonna be super singable and awesome. And like you do a really good job of that. Like in your songs you know it's going to build up to this awesome chorus so. for real dude oh cool yeah every one of them has that and and that's another thing too build up so another yeah. thing that you do really well is that sense of build building in a song like that song uh, the vine crescendos and um there's a lot of music out there especially what's considered main although mainstream isn't a thing that exists anymore because of the internet right but um it's all just like they throw the, the the beat down at the start, and then there's never any. There's no dynamics. Like there's no. It's just boom, three minutes. Totally. Well, these days it's like two and a half minutes. And I appreciate right. that your songs. Some of them are on the shorter side, but like, you know, I feel like your songs are breathing. Like the, you know, one of them is a little longer than the other. There's not a set formula necessarily. Um, I hear right. a lot of that sort of genuine, um, uh, just sort of. I can I can sense sort of like oh this sort of just came up right. But it's the fact that. You know, the layering and then the building, the crescendoing to like the peak of that song, for example, was just, dude, it was, I couldn't have, I couldn't have done it better, dude. I can't tell you that, man. Like, it was so good, dude. Um, Thanks. I think I really, I crave those moments in music that feel elated, that feel kind of like, um, feel eternal almost. And those kind of like really euphoric, chill-worthy moments. And um, I, I crave music like that. And I, so I think, this song, mo- most of my songs come from a really genuine place. Sometimes I'm just messing around, but this song in particular was like th- therapy. And mm-hmm. so I think at the end, I needed that release because that really is what it's felt like to go through the spiritual journey. It's like this huge um, burden lifted. And it is now I just have this the space to grow. And I think this is like a little bit annoying, but at the end I have the... Um, there's like two, there's two little melodies for I'm the vine. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm the vine, I'm, I'm the vine, I'm the vine, I'm, I'm the vine. And it ends on the one that's not resolved because, mm. you know, I'm 25. There's a lot You're more to do years. and learn. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. love all those subtleties, you know of meaning and things but i know exactly what you're talking about when you're looking for those euphoric moments in music and we've talked about it before it's one of the beautiful things that that uh that musicians do because you know you're offering a little part of yourself yeah and you're putting it out there and so if you you can have that ability when that moment in time when you're listening to that music and it hits that moment like nothing else matters Mm. like all your problems fade away and it's just like you're just literally inside the sound <laughs> no pun intended but yeah and that that's really rare to experience in daily life so i know yeah. what you're talking about and that's a great way to describe it yeah, yeah so i mean your music definitely offers that so and that's the kind of music i appreciate the most so cool we were just really excited to for you to agree to come on and and just introduce you know yourself to our listeners and and you know hoping that we can broaden some of your appeal i just i really man i really really was excited to uh, to just talk to you and and to get to know you a little bit josh and uh, uh you know again i i don't want to like be too complimentary because i know it does seem like oh what is his deal but i just man i was just so blown away man like uh every single track i heard had had some kind of spark to it and mm. it's just such a you know we look we have a lot of just like you, eclectic, you know, musical influences and, and different 
um, you know, inspirations and stuff, but it's still, um, man, you come across good music, it makes you pause and think and listen, and, and that's what your stuff does, man. It really, it gave me, it, it made sense, like, especially after you've seen some of the way you tweet and how you think about things and kind of where you approach your spirituality and these kinds of things. When I heard in the music, I was, Oh, okay. I see what he's doing. Like, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like it just absolutely spoke to me. And yeah. The, the one well, thing I, 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 Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. I was going to mention in that song, I, I liked the idea that it's like spirituality is a process, not an event. Hmm. Like it feels yeah. like a lot of times, uh, in church, they want it to be an event, like boom! All of a sudden, you know exactly, yeah. But it's right. like it's, it's getting it's offense, a process. Offense. Like you said, you're only 25, and you still have a lifetime to go. You know, so I, that's what I appreciated about the message of that song. It's very yeah, true. yeah. Thanks. Do you remember what you're gonna? Say? I just wanted to say oh. thank you um, because th- I'll go back and listen to my music. But honestly, this song sometimes I, I don't. <laughs> this is so silly, but like, there's a slight um, a slight delay on the on the drum kit. And like the snare bothers me when I listen to this song, the snare bothers me. And so instead of just, <laughs> yeah, re- <laughs> we all go instead of it. just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hello, pot. An artist's work is never it's done. It's never done, dude. I know. I Trust know. Me. Oh my god. And so instead of just appreciate this song for what it meant in my life when I wrote it, which is not that long ago, and. And to what it means to me now, like I got chills listening to it right now, thinking about how like, yeah, like I wrote this because whatever, all the things I've just mentioned and I don't need to worry about the damn snare. (laughs) Dude, no, I, I didn't release, I didn't release albums because of this stuff. Like I, I didn't even promote my solo album at the time when I was 25 um, for this reason, because it was not done to me, even though it seems polished and people that hear it can hear it. Uh, and they'll they'll hear that it's it sounds professional, but like for me, I was like, oh, this is so amateur. I can't, ah, I can't right. deal with. You know, there's something. Isn't that funny? How you're never oh, the yeah. song is really never done. We've right. talked about with other musicians that music is infinite, and one of the one of the images I like to to get across to people, is, especially who are musicians who understand scales, but every you know how every octave repeats itself. Right. And you gotta understand that like for people who aren't musicians necessarily, so an octave is every eight notes. Um, it's the same tone, like duh, duh, but just higher, right, or lower. Right. And those notes, that same frequency resonates in an infinite fashion, both above and below human hearing. And it l- quite literally goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff that cats can hear and songbirds can hear and other, other animals that we can't. And there's stuff that they right. can't hear either. But within contained within every frequency and every note, is literally a symphony and it just goes on forever and ever. And that's, that's the beautiful thing about music is it truly just never ends. And, you know, you come across a new song or you come across a new artist you've never heard before and you can be inspired by them and inspired by their experience. And you've never met this person. You've never, you know, you've never ever um, understood anything about this. And then all of a sudden, boom, they come in your life and, and now you're inspired. And, I, that is one thing that I will say that I really appreciate about your music is it's so inspiring. It's very, because it seems to come from such a genuine place. It's really easy to it hooks you with the melody, but then I stay for the lyrics. You know, mm. I stay for the orchestration. I stay for the the upbeat kind of like I just put that thing on and like oh, okay, it gets my mood uplifted. You know what I'm saying? Like really. So anyway. thanks. I mean, I I'm, I I love hearing about any time. 
anyone can connect with something I've made. It's like, what else am I doing it for? You know, other than just because it feels good. I, I love, I love when people are able to connect with it. And it's such an experience for me because I'm, you know, a tiny bedroom artist to see people, to like watch people listening to my song and smiling and moving and stuff. It's, it's special. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I have two thoughts on that. Like, it, like, again, going back to the giving, giving a piece of yourself to the world. Like, mm. I think when you really do that, the music has an extra little power to it, you know, that people can definitely feel. And also when it comes to, you know, getting everything right, I've, I've heard it said that it's better for something to exist in its imperfection than not to exist at all. Totally. And uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been held back by by yeah. the imperfections a lot of times and we should have just let it exist. What is it know? that you said yep. once on a podcast or was it before the podcast? You were like, sometimes well enough is well enough. Well enough. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the endless tweaking of music and, and how many times do I need to go back over that bass line to redo that note? That right. I, didn't, I didn't like that intro. Um, one is thing. It? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go well, ahead. the vine could speak to someone. <laughs> the vine could speak to someone who didn't give a, a, a tiny bit of mental notice to the drum kit. Like, right. <laughs> so there's, there's no note, there's no reason to, to hold stuff back. And, and I find myself doing it even today and I probably will continue to. Um, but this, even this conversation is inspiring to, to just, you know, when I'm sitting in my studio redoing the same line for the 40th time, just say, hey, it's okay. <laughs> just yeah. put it out. If I may share a little bit of my hard-earned knowledge here, I mean, I'm not that much older than you. I'm only 10 years older than you, bro. But, like, one of the things I've known, I've, I've started to understand about music and life is about, we talk about mistakes, okay? And just like in life, we're going to make mistakes in the music. And I'm on this new kick where it's like I'm 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 sort of just leaving mistakes in my music on purpose now. Mm. Uh, mm. Whether or not I'm pitchy, I, I do that on purpose now. Like, or whether or not I'm I'm not necessarily polished. And I've been in a pro studio. I've I've had that polish and shimmer, and I connect with that music. But I connect more to music that necessarily isn't necessarily the most perfect stuff. And when I'm editing music, it's my same approach. So like when you're editing, because if you if you're making this stuff on your own, you're probably doing a lot of auto auto audio editing. I don't know what yep. it's like for you. A lot of times I'll track. I learned this from from my producer friend um, to get a thicker guitar sound. I will take a couple of microphones and track the guitar and then maybe use one set of pickups, right? Maybe toward the, the neck, let's say. And then I'll track the same rhythm with the with the bridge pickups instead. Yep. And then yep. just, just sort of pan them out. And, uh, you know, I was in the middle of doing that with my with uh, my buddy that helped me re record this song called Guitar Crime uh, on our channel. And, you know, he was like, well, this one came in early. I was like, bro, that's great. Like, <laughs> the mistake is okay. Like, you can keep it in the music as long as you maintain the rhythm of the music. And life is like that. Right. So as you're right. tracking, you see that waveform on the screen. You're, you're doing these audio edits. You can see where, like, the audio form, like, it widens and then and it gets narrower, right? So those, where, those, those are waves, right? And you can line up those tracks based on those waves and it's okay if one is wrong or the other one right. came in a half second early but you can still you don't necessarily have to go back and retrack every single thing to make it perfection right. Right. um and that's you know that was an aha moment for me in my own life because it's like you know i have a lot of mistakes bro and i and i've especially you talk about the spiritual journey bro like i've been on a journey myself and and this year especially man i've gone through some some really tough times probably in the hardest year of my life if i'm honest and um I just realized that even those depressed times, Josh, like those down times, like there's still beauty in it and there's still music to be written and there's still like, there's still a lesson to be, to be 
like I'm being squeezed by life, right? And and it's coming out sometimes as tears, but I can use the I can use that that magic, even if it it necessarily maybe hurts me in the moment, but I can turn yeah. it into something beautiful. And that's that's what I've been doing with you know the channel. Uh, with the stomach I put out individually and the stuff that we're working on as a team, he and I, uh, Ryan and I, um, you know, we're just trying to like allow, allow for some of that, uh, what's the unknown quantity, you know, that, that magic that comes from just like letting a song be what the song is supposed to be, just kind of yeah. come out of me. Um, man, dude, I, you know, I, I'm well, as bummed as I am that we lost the first, whatever, 30 minutes of the conversation. I'm still First off, thank you for sticking with us longer so we could try to get a, a good, sizable amount of audio. Um, yeah, no problem. But, bro, I, I just um, – this second half of the conversation too, man, I'm just so inspired by talking to other musicians just in general. But, like, you're so – dude, you're – at 25, bro, like, man, if I could have <laughs> – if I could have an ounce of your talent at 25, bro, I'm telling you, man, you're going to go places. Uh, you know, if it, and I can tell you, um, and this is something we know for, that's true, it, don't give up. Like, never quit. I don't care what anybody tells you, man. Like, go get a corporate job. Blah, blah, go get a, a real job. You <laughs> tell them. Put that guitar yeah. away. Yeah, put that guitar no. away. Quit singing. No, man, please, please never stop, man, because, like, you're only just starting your musical career. And yeah. You know, imagine what would have happened if Jimi Hendrix got, got got to live a long life, like like say Johnny Cash did, or you know what I'm saying, or or some of these musicians that get cut off, you know, when they're really really young, Amy Winehouse, and you know, there's all these different names, right, that that were just the gone too soon. So, um, man, to to live a long life and have it filled with music, it's I can't imagine a better existence, man. And, and I'm just, yeah. I'm so grateful to have met you, bro. And I'm hoping one day, uh, in the future we can sit in a room together and do a little jamming, bro. Cause I got to tell you, I, I would, I would cherish that for sure, man. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. For sure. Definitely. Um, can you tell our listeners, well, I didn't even realize you had this other group either. So tell us like, how can we find you on social? Uh, where can we hear more of your stuff? Like how, how do, how does the inside the sound family, uh, reach out to you and find you, Josh? Yeah, sure. My, um, I'm pretty active on both Instagram and Twitter and, um, I haven't mentioned it yet, but my mom's side of the family is Jewish. And so my Twitter and my last name is Zach. So my Twitter is Jew Zach, um, J E W Z A K. And, um, that's also my Instagram. <clears throat> and those are the places I don't have a separate artist, Instagram or Twitter. That's just where I talk about my music, talk about my life, these philosophy things like we've been talking about. I'm also, um, pretty big into, harm reduction when it comes to substance use and stuff like that. So oh, cool. <clears throat> you'll find that on my Instagram as well. Very good. Um, and then my musical artist name is new tycoon. I'm on all, I have a small collection on all the, um, on all the streaming services. And then most of my music is on SoundCloud. Um, should have an album coming out on Spotify this year, but we'll what? see. Oh cool. man. Yeah. Oh, I'm well, I'll and, be interested uh, awaiting that. <laughs> thanks. Um, and then my, my band is called fabricated freedom. And um, we're we're on everything as well. And the last three songs that Fabricated Freedom released, we we made in my bedroom. So that's that's been a fun <laughs> experience. That's um, great. And hopefully we'll get out on on the road again at some point. Well, if yeah, you ever make it out to yeah. Arizona, man, well, I'm gonna have to come to one of your shows, dude. For All right. Real. Yeah, no doubt. No no second guessing there. Um, Tucson. To, yeah well he yeah that's right i'm in phoenix he's in tucson we sort of make this work either way either way i love phoenix yeah <laughs> um man dude thank you you're so generous with your time josh thank you so much um i'm such a huge fan dude I, i'm just so glad Thanks. glad to get to know you uh, i'm gonna find you on instagram now because i, I okay yeah do it twitter 
Uh, I'm really yeah. interested to hear uh, more about the harm reduction stuff, man, because I, I really self-identify with that too, man. Like being able to find a healthy cool. relationship with uh, with all these things that we find around us, right? Substances, right. Uh, even you know, uh, I mean, th- this stuff, right? The phone. The, this is this yeah. is addictive, right? Like yeah. to be able to find balance in our lives, man, is so important. Yeah, Man, just what a privilege, dude. Thank you so much again for coming on. And uh, folks, thanks. Uh, go find Josh. Go follow him. Go listen to his stuff. You will not be disappointed. Huh. <laughs> not at all. All right. Uh, I will say this before we go, man. Uh, Josh, thanks for uh, doing what you do. Like The world needs people with musical talent to get out there and bring some positivity because there's just so much negativity that we've got to combat. Yeah. So thanks for for real. Thanks for sharing your talents. With yeah, no problem. I, I can offer the same thanks to you guys. I mean, I... I love having these kind of conversations and um, and hopefully people will hear this and um, get something out of it as well. Yeah, brother. Hey, for real though, you could always start a podcast. It's free on Anchor, anchor.fm. That's where we do our show, our sponsor. Cool. And uh, I got to shout them out because if it wasn't for Anchor, I wouldn't be able to have these kinds of conversations and meet people like you. Um, yeah. You're so insightful, bro. Like I'm sure you and some of your friends get together. Uh, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure a good time could be had. All right, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and end the recording, but, uh, but Josh, dude, thank you so much again. And, and we appreciate uh, it. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be looking forward to hearing you again inside the sound brother. Yeah.